that can sometimes be thousands, sometimes tens of thousands of dollars when you consider your compensation. So, Spot on. Yeah? Okay, good. Spot good on. to hear. Are you in this um, <laughs> Hi guys, Matt LaMarche here with Keller Williams First Atlanta. Hope you guys are doing well. If you have a business or a nonprofit that you'd like to see featured here, please feel free to give me a call at 678-687-4397 or shoot me an email to matt at mattlamarche.com. Thanks so much. So tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah, my name is Holly Overdyke and I have a company here in Brookhaven slash Sandy Springs, my business partner is over there, called Activate Consulting. And we do employee benefits consulting that centers around employee engagement strategies and technology solutions. Perfect. And so who are you got who's your target? Who are you normally trying to engage with to do business with? Um, any employer uh, of any size. Yeah. We really don't have a target market. I will say that um, based on the sophistication level of larger employers, typically they have an internal team that does a lot of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but really and truly, groups under 3,000 employees would, would probably benefit from our services. Um, we work a lot in conjunction with an employer's benefits broker or consultant oftentimes. Um, we do have clients of our own directly, um, but the company started as a result of uh, being a product of a, uh, I was a wholesaler for mm-hmm. an insurance company. So I grew up in the business calling on brokers and consultants. So naturally that was a, a good fit for me to distribute our services. Um, and over time as we evolved, we decided that based on the feedback that we were hearing from employers, they really liked what we were doing. Um, they weren't necessarily happy with their broker and they kind of wanted to do something different. So. We have definitely evolved, um, but we do have a couple of different channels of distribution, like I said, one of which being broker channel, and then the other is direct. Gotcha. Um, As far as target markets go, like I said, I would say under 3,000 employees, but we've done a lot of work for tiny groups like three employees. Sure. So when it comes to employee benefits Mm -hmm. within an organization, who are you generally working with or who comes beside you as your partner? when you're working with an organization? Yeah, um, it varies based on the solution that an employer is looking for, but it typically starts with the HR team. Um, We kind of sit down with them to understand what their challenges have been, um, how they've grown as an organization, what they want to ultimately change about how they communicate, what benefits they offer to their employees. Um, So like I said, we start with the HR team and sometimes those conversations uh, include the CEO, the CFO, controller, what have you. Um, it just depends, like I said, on what they're what they're trying to accomplish. So if they want to put in an executive benefits package, then obviously you know it's not just the HR team that's part of that conversation. It's the C-suite as well. Tell us a little more about you, as far as your your background, your professional background, kind of how you got to this point. Well, I certainly didn't end up here because I was destined to be a benefits consultant. (laughs) Um, I grew up on a dairy farm in northeastern Pennsylvania. So I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. Um, I have the calluses to prove that I know how to (laughs) throw hay bales and milk cows, (laughs) but that was not the life for me. Um, I ended up going to college in Pennsylvania. Um, I studied secondary education uh, with a concentration in English, Um, but needless to say, I did not enjoy the student teaching aspect of my college career and quickly had to pivot and find a new career. So the long story short is I moved to Charlotte, 
My intent was to establish residency and go to law school, but I realized how expensive law school was <laughs> and that I didn't have any money and my parents certainly couldn't pay for me to go. So I looked for sales opportunities and landed at a company called, it was then Unum Provident, um, and then became Unum. So I was a wholesale rep for this particular insurance company for 11 years. Um, began my career there in 2001, which kind of introduced me to the world of not only sales, but employee benefits and really kind of understanding where employees were confused and, and misled when it came to selecting benefits. Hmm. Um, the broker world was changing a lot. Um, I don't know if you remember, but the Affordable Care Act came about several years ago and really kind of changed the whole focus and um, worries, challenges that an employer had. And I really saw an opportunity to leave the corporate career behind, kind of focus more on my family and having more of that work-life balance. But um, starting a company of my own where I could be agnostic, I didn't have to just represent one carrier's solutions. Um, so I launched Activate in 2015, Activate Consulting. Um, and uh, did so with the desire and the vision to really help all of the brokers that I was working with, but more importantly, their clients really put more of a focus on what I would call the ancillary benefits that exist. So mm -hmm. not just so much of a focus on medical and cost containment strategies around medical, but really helping employees understand the value in their other benefits um, and the investment that their employer is making in them outside of medical insurance. Sure. Well, and I worked in corporate America for a long time. Benefits can be confusing oh, as well, right? Yes. So I assume there's a lot of education that goes along with what you do and not just within <laughs> the leadership, but certainly for the organization themselves, right? Yes, definitely. I mean, there is a big challenge with illiteracy, benefit mm -hmm. illiteracy, especially mm -hmm. when you're receiving a bill and you don't know what that bill is for, right? right? Um, so an HR team in and of itself cannot provide all of the education that an employee would benefit from in that single orientation meeting that they're holding with that employee. Right. And, and that poor employee is overwhelmed with all sorts of information, you know, the forms that need to be completed, the benefits that need to be enrolled in. They're just, they're just trying to get their feet wet <laughs> at the company. Um, and they're not, they're not concerned and they're not well versed in what benefit selections to make. Mm -hmm. So that's really where our team comes in to say, hey, let us take some of that heavy lifting off of you, HR. We'll develop the communication campaign around your benefits, um, a communication campaign around anything that you would want to communicate, not only during open enrollment, um, but also throughout the year. We're heavy on communication, um, not just on a cyclical scale but you know throughout the year because mm -hmm. there's always a message that needs to be communicated for sure well and two other kind of important things to note there right is that it's changing every year i mean that world benefits in general are changing because it's a competitive business Correct. right mm -hmm. but then in addition you're having to probably either go with a new carrier or change benefits on an annual basis anyway right uh, medical specifically, yes. Yeah. Um, what tends to happen though is because of that, and there's so much emphasis on medical insurance because that's what changes so substantially year to year, um, including carrier changes and having to wait for new ID cards and not knowing if you're covered, when you're covered, if you're in the carrier system, if you're not, etc. A lot of times the other benefits kind of get put on the back burner mm -hmm. and they don't have as much attention given to them year to year. Um, Brokers typically do market those benefits to make sure that the rates 
are relevant and accurate and appropriate relative to the other carriers in the market. But what doesn't tend to happen is really that digging in, peeling back the onion, determining whether the, I'm going to use the example of a long-term disability plan, making sure that the long-term disability plan that was put in 10 years ago is still relevant today mm-hmm. based on the incomes within the group, based on you know, the, you know, whether or not the employees have incentive compensation. You know, that's the part that's not happening, and that's kind of where we come in is to say, listen, go with, let your broker take a good, strong, close look year in and year out at the medical, and we'll kind of handle everything else. Yeah. We'll dig in and make sure that your benefits are appropriate, they're relevant, they're appreciated, they're valued. Yeah, well, that's really important too because a lot of people, when they're looking for a job or even a career change, they look at the money, they look at the salary, the income, the commissions, whatever there. They don't always consider or strongly consider the benefits that come along. And there are some really unbelievable companies out there that provide unbelievable benefits, but that's never really taken into the equation so much, at least I found in in my, my short time in corporate America. So talk a little bit about that as a benefit. So not just medical, but certainly as a whole host of products that live there, Mm -hmm. um, that can sometimes be thousands, sometimes tens of thousands of dollars when you consider your compensation. So yeah. Okay, good. Spot good on. to hear. Are you um, <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people just, I don't think they measure that or they balance that with the other side of things. We just look at the paycheck or what we're getting every month, every week, every year and, uh, and go good, right. you know, but the benefits to your point is, is a really big part of that discussion and should be a big part of that discussion, whether you're entrepreneurial or not. And you have decided you're going to work for corporate America uh, you know, type business for the rest of your life, that's a big piece of that puzzle. Correct, yeah. And too often employees just look at their take-home pay and they're not considering, you know, to your point, that hidden paycheck that's made up of all things total rewards related, whether it's disability insurance, pet insurance, the 401k plan, <laughs> they're kind of missing out on that aspect of what their real take-home is. Um, and there have been study after study that shows that a company can have the best benefits available in the marketplace in that given industry, but if they're not communicated correctly or appropriately, the employees have no idea what they have, so therefore there's no appreciation, Mm. and it's a big waste Mm -hmm. from the employer's standpoint. But alternatively, there are also studies that show that when an employee has a mediocre benefits package, but they communicate it well, the employees receive it better and they have a greater appreciation hmm. for what their employer is offering. So I assume so. then you're able to bridge that gap no matter what the package looks like. Obviously the communication is a big piece of it, right? It is. Mm-hmm. And, and it builds that deeper appreciation. And it's throughout the year, which really helps mm-hmm. the HR team or the C-suite team emphasize what it is that they want their employees to hear from them. Whatever messaging, um, you know, whether it's culture or ph- philosophical or directionally where that company wants to go, there's a huge value and there's a talent shortage in the marketplace. So from an employer's standpoint, why would you not want to communicate benefits? Mm-hmm. So that way you're not potentially losing that key employee to a key competitor sure. of yours, a sure. formidable competitor in the marketplace because that employer happened to communicate their benefits more strongly than you did. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great point uh, as far as competition goes as well. I mean, not just retaining good employees, keeping new ones, but also attracting, Correct. you know, bringing new new blood in. So that's right. very good. 
So when you moved from Charlotte to Atlanta, what made you choose this particular area? Right. Well, I was working for a company called Unum that I mentioned earlier, and their office was at the King Building, there, okay. the concourse. Yeah. And I didn't frequent Atlanta prior to that, <laughs> so I was moving to a new, very large city, and the office, I needed to find a place that was close to the office where I lived because I didn't want to have to get lost mm-hmm. um, and navigate <laughs> Atlanta traffic, which was bad then, is worse now, but right. you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so at the time, my mentor at Unum had a townhouse um, right in what is now Sandy Springs. It wasn't technically Sandy Springs at that time, mm-hmm. um, but she had space for me to move in, so I became her roommate, and she showed me all the ropes, all the back roads to get from Roswell Road, essentially, to the King Building. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of had a little bubble over there. Um, it's not there anymore, but I love football, and I would go to a place that's now Taco Mac, but it used to be called Jocks and Jills. Mm-hmm. And that would be where I would go every Sunday to watch football in my downtime. But it was, I made a left out of the driveway, I went a mile up the road, and there was Jocks and Jills, <laughs> and I could easily find my way home. Nice. And then another um, restaurant and, and grocery store were really close by, so I knew that I didn't, I wouldn't have to get lost if I, you know, left that area. But um, now, fast forward, I've been here for almost 15 years, and I stayed in this area because a, it's beautiful. B, it feels like you're in the city, but you're really not. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of phenomenal restaurants around here, great schools, um, accessibility to the interstate. You can get virtually anywhere in the city within you know, 20, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, all contingent upon traffic, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was just a great place to live where you have the city elements, the, the parks, the restaurants, the schools, um, like I said, the interstate. So it just was a good place to form a new bubble. Sure. Um, you know, when I moved here, I wasn't married. I didn't have kids. <laughs> and now I'm married and I have kids. And so everything that we do day in and day out centers around a three-mile radius, yeah. essentially. We go, you know, three miles to school, three miles to Chastain Park, which is where my kids play baseball. But outside of that, we go to Lifetime Fitness nice. in our spare time. Nice. Um, we, you know, we work out there. That's where our pool is because we don't have a pool in our neighborhood or mm-hmm. in our backyard. Um, and outside of that, we go to school. Um, that's really it. We don't have any hobbies really other than sports. <laughs> so it's pretty boring. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so tell us a little more about what the future of your business looks like. Oh gosh, it's a crystal ball um, <laughs> that I don't have the answer to, but. What I will say is there's a lot of market consolidation going on right now. You're seeing it with employers, but it's especially prevalent amongst um, benefits brokers Mm -hmm. and consultants. So a lot of larger national firms are going around and gobbling up small mom and pop brokers who have been around for, you know, 20, 30 years, but really don't have the sophistication. They don't have the resources to continue competing on a larger scale. So you're seeing national firms come around and, and and acquire or merge forces with smaller, more regional shops. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, it's interesting. We found a lot of employers who don't want to continue working with the, the new regime uh, within their you know broker. They don't have the relationship with the new firm. They have the relationship with the old firm. Right. And so you have this push and pull. You have this confusion over, okay, what are my re- new resources providing me? Can I connect with them? the way that I did organically with our previous broker. So something that we've done at Activate is because of our broker relationships that we've had for almost 15 years and the fact that we do have 
uh, direct access to employers in the marketplace, we've actually offered services that will help an employer go out and conduct what we call a request for proposal or request for information, um, otherwise known as an RFP or an RFI. So we will help them go to market um, and vet, for lack of a better term. We, we will go through a due diligence process, ask a lot of questions of new candidates who could potentially better support their needs as an employer group. Um, it's also worth mentioning that due to the consolidation, a lot of the larger firms are putting requirements on their broker producers to say, hey, if that employer group doesn't um, generate X number of dollars in revenue, then you're not allowed to provide our internal resources to that client. Well, where does that leave the client? Mm. I mean, they, they're neglected mm -hmm. a lot of times. Um, so we've had a lot of success helping even small groups find a new broker that still plays in their market space yeah. without them being required to be a huge, you know, thousand life plus group or generating thousands and thousands of dollars of revenue. Right. Because at the end of the day, regardless of how large or how small you are as an employer, you still need the same amount of help navigating the insurance world. Yeah. So if there's someone that works in HR or on an executive team that wants to find out more information, maybe wants to have a consultation with you um, about diving deeper into their benefits and finding out the value that you add, mm -hmm. how should they go about reaching you? Yeah, so um, we have a website that's currently under construction right now because we just went through a rebranding process, so bear with me. It is nothing dynamic. Um, it's www.activate, that's with an eight, um, ACTIV8benefits.com. Um, you can also email me at hoverdike at activatebenefits.com or always call my cell phone at 678-634-3445 and we would be happy to take a uh, a review or an analysis of your current benefits package, kind of find out what's working, what's not with your current benefits broker, and determine what level of services that Activate can provide you all going forward. Perfect. Very good. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Great job.